You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Welcome, everyone. I am Johnny Christ, and this is the Drinks with Johnny podcast. Thanks for tuning in to a very special recap edition where I sit down with our director, Brandon, and our producer, Sam, and go over everything that happened in season three. I uh, hope you guys are having a wonderful holiday season. It is almost 2022. The new year is right around the corner, and I am so excited to get back on to season four of the Drinks with Johnny podcast. We got a lot of great guests lined up for season four already, and uh, really looking forward to those conversations. Uh, again, on this episode, we recap everything that happened in season three. It was a lot of fun going back and reminiscing on some of the behind the scenes moments. Um, and getting these guests on, uh, everything that they talked about, what happened during this time. And it's really fun to see season three as it completely unfolded. Like when you're in the middle of making it, I don't know if you guys can relate at all, but when I'm in the middle of making this season three, I don't realize what's happening or what's going on. I'm just having a good time with it. And then you look back at all these milestones we hit during season three. It's really fun to go back and see where we were all at. Um, so I hope you guys enjoy this episode of us just reminiscing and going back onto it. We're actually going to make this a two-part, so this is the first part, and either Wednesday or Thursday we're going to release part two of the season three recap. Uh, so I hope you guys enjoy it. Without further ado, I bring you this episode of Drinks with Johnny. What's up, everybody? I am Johnny Christ, and this is Drinks with Johnny for a very special recap episode. I'm going to be sitting here with the team of Brandon Lombardo, Sam Hawkins, whenever he gets here, and possibly Dione, as we're going to go through our favorite moments of season three of Drinks with Johnny right here at the end of the year. Hope you guys are having a wonderful holiday season, and uh, let's just get right to it, Brandon. Um, how are you doing today? Why, why are you wearing that sweater? Because we just had our holiday party on Discord, and if you're not a part of our Discord, you're fucking missing out. Cheap plugs, I don't care. Go to it. 
do it. It's fun. You'll love it. It's a great community, though. In all honesty, this sounds this is gonna sound like a cheap plug, but I don't give a fuck. It's just just honesty. Those those kids are fucking. Well, they're not kids, but you, the, the, that community, those filthy animals, oh, they're, they're awesome. legit. Dude, they're, they're so awesome. much fun. They have so much fun with shit. Like, they'll see a picture of you or, like, pull a frame of you out of a video and turn you into a sticker that quick. Yeah, and, it's amazing. It's uh, pretty embarrassing, actually. I hate most <laughs> of the stickers. Yeah. But, you know, you got to let them do what they're going to do, and they're having fun with it. Oh, yeah, I dude. Mean, like, it's, it's great. To, today, we did a watch-along of Mr. Hanky, the Christmas movie, the first Christmas episode from South Park. Uh, we did watch along and shared our favorite Christmas stories. And my son Frankie was on there making Christmas jokes with everybody. And, uh, you know, I mean, there's, it's a good amount of community. I mean, how many people are we up to now on that thing? Like, it's a big community. I don't big even community. know anymore. I have no idea, dude. Um, I lost track. It gets to the and point where friends. we couldn't moderate it anymore. We had to actually get mods because, like, it's grown. It's too much. Yeah, it's crazy. Much, which is great, though, which is great. Oh, yeah. And everyone gets along so well. They're all friends and family. Like, honestly, it's not. It's not a typical Discord, I feel like. I mean, I don't know a lot of other Discords. You know, John, like, I feel like most people don't go into their own Discord. This is you I'm speaking of. Yeah. And say, hey, what's up, you filthy sluts? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, it's meant in love. It's meant in love. And they love it. They, they, go, they admit that they're filthy sluts. <laughs> I mean, they, they created this thread called Horny Jail. We, and we had to make sure that the, when we put an 18 plus on it, like after a couple weeks of them running it, I was like, okay. We need to warn people that if they're going to go over here, it's an 18 plus conversation because there, there are some horny, filthy sluts over there. Like, there straight are up. a lot of pictures of M shadows like crotch on that. <laughs> um. See, that's the part that I'm like, I can't even go in there anymore. It's like, <laughs> this guy's my brother and friend. I don't want to like see him object objectified this way. It's pretty amazing. But no, I mean, like it, in all, in all honesty though, too, like they're really uplifting for each other too. I don't know if you see a lot of those threads too, like the daily chat. There's always yeah. When someone's having a bad day, everyone really um, uh, gets together, really helps that person out. I know that I've gone on a couple of voice chats late at night when I'm out on my balcony with them, you know, I just have a conversation. I mean, sometimes those conversations last about two, three hours mm -hmm. that I'm on with a video or a voice chat. Oh, I believe it, John. I've been on the other side of one of those conversations <laughs> at 2 or 3 a.m. from you. So, um, but hey, Sam's ready. I'm going to let him in the okay. chat. Let's bring him in. Let's bring Let's him this in. Thing. Huh? Here we go. Maybe. Maybe he's in here. I don't know. In typical drinks to Johnny fashion, we there have he is. There he is. Turn your phone, buddy. I can't see him yet. Oh, I can see him. Hey guys, Sam, oh, turn your phone. Where's Arnold, bro? <laughs> rookie. Fucking rookie. It's not like we did an entire two, three seasons. <laughs> well, that's what we're here for. We're doing the recap. We're already rolling, by the way, Sam. Oh, oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, all, we're already rolling. We already did the intro. We were already talking about what we just did on the Discord. Mm -hmm. Nice all shirt, right. by the way. Nice setup. I like the Sparta and the Queens of the Stone Age back here. Well, like uh, one of our last ones, I was just telling Karen, like, I, gotta, I just hate Zoom. Like when you get the thing in the back and it just looks silly, unless you have something funny like... Um, uh, what was Josh his name? Balls with the double jo decking. Yeah, Josh Balls was great, and uh, no, the other one, the drummer. Why am I drawing a blank? Josh Freeze. Josh Freeze. There you go. Yeah. Love it. Let me shut my. It's door just here. a Josh thing, then. Oh, oh, right. oh wow! Look at you go, dude. Yeah. So, okay, that's what we figured out. Okay. Huh. Figured and out Kevin's are always assholes. At least we figured out one thing. 
Yeah. It took us three seasons, but we figured out one thing. Yeah. Interesting. Ah, I like we're it. Too. So, yeah, we were just talking up the Discord before you hopped on here, Sam, and now we're ready to talk about the recap of season Let's three, some it. of our favorite moments. What are you drinking there? You got a Wackerman or what? Um, of course. Hey. Yeah, he's, he's drinking the Wackerman. Fuck yeah. The drink of the drink of Sam's choice. Sam, is that bottle autographed? What is that? Well, my 40th birthday was Monday, and uh, our friends Mitch and Nicole uh, gave me a bottle, but I hate cards, and they do too, because it's a waste of $3, so instead they write on bottles. But they wrote like Nicholas Cage quotes all oh, down. That's, that's a sick. good gift for you. That's a great yeah. gift. Good friends. Good friends. Very cool. And half yeah, of you them just had your birthday. You just had your fortieth birthday. I did, man. And we, you, and us in the, us in the Discord made you a nice little video too. Yeah, holy cow, it was great. Uh, mm-hmm. It was nice video, on par with all the Nicolas Cage stuff. Big uh, shout out to them and watch that new trailer if you haven't watched it, everybody. Oh yeah, I haven't watched it yet. You sent it to me in a text, and in true fashion, I looked at it and went, "I'll watch it later." Yeah. I never did. So, like, how does it feel being forty and you look younger than both of us? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Speak uh, well, speak for yourself, bro. Mm. I'm pretty sure my balls are longer than both of yours, but uh, <laughs> funny story. My dad, I maybe I told you guys this, but I'll say it again. Uh, my dad, when we were kids, was like kind of a prankster, and he always like whenever my bring my friends over in high school, he would he's that cool dad that's like, hey, here's twenty bucks, go to Taco Bell on me, guys, and we would head out. And one time he did that, and me and my three, uh, my two other best friends, Larry and Nate, we got in the car. And uh, they parked facing my front door. My dad ran out and he goes, wait, guys, wait. And I said, yeah, he goes, Foom. and he turns around, pulls down his pants and his balls, I swear, went down to his knees and were red as a devil. And I'm like, <laughs> my friends turn to me and they're like, what is wrong with your dad's balls? <laughs> so, and one of them was like, holy geez, I want to lick him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Loose skin and old balls. So <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm inheriting that, I guess. So, I don't know. And by the way, my kids found Billy, uh, Big Daddy, and they quote, loose skin and old balls all the time. <laughs> nice. Well, I was quoting the other Adam Sandler, the, the CD. Which one? Which one? Holy jeez, I wanted to lick him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Big, beautiful balls were hanging out. And holy jeez, I wanted to lick him. <laughs> that one CD was great. Do you remember oh, that? so great. Of course. Oh, it's, like, it's like a... I used to be a staple when uh, when me and Matt would go to the same uh, tattoo artist, Adam Barton. We would drive up to San Jose and we'd listen to both of the uh, Adam Sandler uh, CDs every time. And then we'd throw in like some Sonata Artica and Dream Theater and stuff. It was always like the same stuff we listened to on the way up and back. But it was, I don't know why I just shared that story. Let's get to the recap, guys. <laughs> <laughs> season three, man. What a fucking season. We had some great what guests. What a fucking... Dude, it was a trip. How many have to pull them up? Yeah, I, I have to do a cheat sheet too. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I gotta look and see. Well, you guys um, suck. I can't even pull it up because I'm recording this fucking screen. Well, let's start. Yeah, let's start up at the beginning then. Like for me, that was one of the best ways we could have ever started off a season. It was one of my all-time heroes in Fat Mike, and uh, becoming friends with them and everything over the last few years. I mean, we known each other in passing and stuff from Warp Tour back in the day. But having him on the show and uh, even ca- coming back, I don't know if you guys remember, it. the first one got cut off a little bit because he was in his van and getting kicked out of his Airbnb in Joshua Tree. 
And uh, so he's like, oh, I got to go. And then I was like, I just texted him. I was like, can you come back on for like another 15 minutes? And he came back on for like another half hour. And we spliced that all together. That was pretty cool. No, we didn't splice it. We, that's separate. It's actually bonus Could content. Yeah. Is it? Bonus content for YouTube subscribers. That's why you uh, should subscribe. This is now the second time Brandon <laughs> has, has uh, shamelessly plugged something on the and We're only about 10 minutes into the episode. I got to make sure we get, we get paid, man. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Like? <laughs> yeah, no shit, man. Brandon's the only one who knows what that feels like. Uh, look at you drinking your champagne from France. That's where all the money goes. Right. There's our budget right there. Whatever, bro. <laughs> hey, man, I'm kind of bummed I don't have a charcuterie board for this time around. I should I should have sent some. Wow. I dropped the ball, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, it's not like I can just drive to your house. And yeah, seriously. I'm sure my wife, yeah, my wife will rip up a charcuterie board for you right away. Dude, that's one of my favorite. Like getting older, like charcuterie boards are one of my staples, like must haves. Dude, we, we often do that for dinner. Like, yeah, same, same. <laughs> if I like go to your said. house, Johnny, and you don't have one, I'm like, what's going on? Do we have an emergency here? Because you guys, <laughs> Lacey and you guys, like put on the best trick. They always have these like sweet walnuts that Ooh. are kind of spicy. Ah, I just like. Dude. Yes. I, I just went. All right, great. Wait, I just got back from Texas. We went to a restaurant where it was a build-your-own charcuterie board, and it was fucking amazing, dude. Ooh, yeah, hmm. yes. Do they just like Texas, charge they have you like by the brisket and stuff? What? They have like brisket, like little chunks of brisket you could put on it. No, they didn't have brisket, but they had. Uh, it was like pick your meats, pick your cheeses, and then the, they like garnish it with a bunch of sides. And they had these nuts, like you said, they were like sweet and spicy. But then they had like a rosemary. Why does he have to do this with his hand when he's saying nuts? <laughs> it's just force a habit. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, God. That no, shouldn't usually, be a force of habit. That should not be a force of habit. Usually when I'm talking way. about nuts, I'm not talking about the nuts that go in my mouth. Or am I? Well. <laughs> wow, dude. How much of that bourbon have you had? Mm. We're getting there. Oh, you're, you're about oh, a, you're a you third up? into it. You're yeah. a third yeah. into it. That's awesome. Oh, yeah, he's going to be fucking lit up. I'm already toasty. We got off the Discord and I got up to walk around and I was like, oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> it's going to be one of those kind of Saturdays. This is going to be great. Yeah. We're going to have to do So we're going to have to do a second one of these because there's no way that everything's going to go smooth. There's no way it's recording right now. <laughs> <There's no fucking laughs> way. Should I hit record on my end just to be safe? <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> hey, oh, another uh, one moving on. Uh, is uh, King Vader, which I feel like is a sleeper one that not everyone mm-hmm. like really caught on to. And it was kind of at the beginning. I think I got overshadowed by the Fat Mike one. But dude, that kid, for anyone who doesn't know King Vader, like he is a hustler. And I feel like us learned a lot about YouTube from that. And then yep. just like the way he does stuff in the model. And the biggest takeaway from that is not doing it for the numbers and not just doing things like, hey, that little one, that you think might not hit, it's going to catch up. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, I feel like that's happening more and more. And uh, that guy's pretty inspiring, if you ask me. I, so. I totally Absolutely. agree. Totally agree. I just remember being really shocked on that conversation of how poised and mature he was. I mean, the guy's only 20 years old, at least at the time he was 20, he might be 21 now. Um, and he's just a professional about everything. I mean, he's, he's humbled at the same time. I mean, at the time, he was, what, like, had 80 million followers across all social media? Yeah. Like, that's, that's fucking insane. That's a, lot of, that's a lot of people that follow what he does on a regular basis. 
And his, his aspirations to do so much more, he's like, I got that. And he's like, that's like nothing compared to what I want to do. And it's like, wow, like, and I'm sure he's going to achieve it. I mean, he's just got a great head on his shoulders, real smart guy and uh, really creative too. I mean, his whole dance thing, yeah. I, was like, I don't get it because I'm old as shit, but like it works. Like he has in like every video, everyone doing it. And I'm like, I did it too for the, for yeah. the promo. I was like, it is the best. I love that you played with it. That's yeah, awesome. oh, dude. That's one of my favorite little video pieces I have on my phone. It like makes me smile when I scroll through and see that. Hey, this is Dewey Halpas, host of Peer Pleasure on the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Join me each week as I explore another long form conversation with one of your favorite musicians, actors, comedians, or creatives. From Chino Moreno of the Deftones, John Gorley of Portugal, the man, to Fat Mike from No Effects, and Ian Mackay from Fugazi and Minor Threat. We go all over the map from Fallout Boy to Slayer. Peer Pleasure has it all. Check us out now on Sound Talent Media. But I'm going to throw that. This is so, old man Christ. Yeah. With no rhythm. No rhythm. No rhythm, but we made it work. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I've got rhythm, rhythm, actually. Though. I got rhythm, fuckers. You are a dancing <laughs> fool, man. Yeah. I've seen you. Any excuse to cut a rug, you're out there, man. Oh, fuck yeah. Well, yeah, dude. You, uh, you gave a little sneak peek there on uh, the Sticks episode when you were out on the golf course, man. You, uh, you let us a little insight of you being a oh, dance master. That's right. That's another episode that like we were talking about. You left the Discord to take a dump or something for a little while, but we were talking about that episode. And uh, it, I was saying, we filmed for like four and a half hours, and you mm-hmm. somehow managed to bring that down to an hour episode. And uh, we, I was like, there's got to be so much footage that we can release bonus content for. There's, like, there's got to be extra stuff. There's a lot of shit, but it's like you like shanking golf balls into trees and shit <laughs> that was the worst day of golf i've played in like since i've started <laughs> oh yeah sure. so bad yeah uh-huh that oh, dude voice putting that episode together was the most oh. mm-hmm. it was fun though mm-hmm. i mean it came out great you did a great job thanks man yes but god dude the fucking time that went into that one i was just sitting here cussing you out every time i'm just like this motherfucker you're just supposed to go oh, on a that's... golf course with a camera and no plan and just fucking shoot <laughs> Oh, I hated you. I hated you. Well, I also love how you're like, oh, well, yeah. There was a plan. We just didn't follow time. it. Yeah. I, and you always ask for more time for editing and all that. But, I mean, come on. You're going to wait till the last minute, whether you have three months or it's true. a weekend. That it's was true. also, you, sh- you should have been cursing yourself on that one, too, because you had that one for like five months before you fucking did it. It's you could have been chipping away at it. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, time. but that's on top of like dropping a new episode every week and on top yeah. of like other shit. So it, it took a minute, but I'm, no, I'm actually. You're, you're a worker. You're a worker I, I right love now. that episode so much, man. It was fun. It that was whole fun. week, well, though, yeah. like we filmed a bunch of episodes. We were so hungover, I think, that day. Because that was oh, like day three of, of shooting. Extremely hungover. I was extremely hungover. We had already had Medusa on the show, where she kicked my ass in checkers, and we got hammered, dur- or I got hammered during that. And then we, well, hammered, the, bad, we got hammered the day before that. I flew yeah. in. Well, then we had the launch of the beer. Yeah. We had the filthy IPA. Oh, that, that was, was that all launch that week. week. It was yeah. all that week. And then you did, we did West a whole Borland. bunch of stuff. We did West Borland. Uh, we did Mickey D. Um, Mickey D. From Mickey D. From Motorhead. Yep. And now he's at he now he's out on the road with Scorpions right now. Hell yeah. For him. That's awesome. That well, was let's talk about that we, one. <laughs> yeah, Mickey let's talk D. about yeah. <laughs> so that one we the manager uh who or whoever reps him reps Joanna Angel. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Hey, you guys uh, are doing a podcast. They have the the motorhead, the booze coming out. Vicky, you know, maybe if you guys down and we're like, icon for sure, let's do it. 
and we had some back and forth, but he's overseas. He was late in traffic. We were doing something else where it was like a certain tiny thing. You were about to call it. And I said, we were, no, it was the sticks Sticks episode. episode. Yeah. Sticks was on his way down already to to go to the golf course. And, and, and Mickey was late and I was like, oh dude, like we don't have time for this episode and to still go to the golf course. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do here. And we had it all set up and ready. Everything was smooth. I had hit record on everything. Everything was perfect. And then we called it. I shut everything down. I'm like, I got to start getting ready for the next episode. And then uh, Mickey came on, or his management finally said, oh, he's there. He's ready to go. Oh, so I, I got a fired call. everything. Yeah, you got a call. We That's called what you. I, got a call. Yeah. I was taking a dump, and then I got a call, and I jumped off, and I answered it. And it's this Holland voice. Or like, Hello, this is Mickey Swedish. And he's like, Swedish. <laughs> or what is he? He's Swedish. Swedish, yeah. yeah. But, <laughs> can you give me his impression? Get back on. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's so stereotypical, man. I, I love it. <laughs> I'm a racist against Dutch and Swedish. They're not even Dutch. That's <laughs> yeah. You've just insulted all of Scandinavia. Um. <laughs> no, but it was funny because then I'm like, okay, let's just do it real quick. Uh, we've got about an hour. That's probably all the time we're gonna we're gonna get out of him anyway. So let's just go. I fire everything back up. Start the conversation. It's going great. Everything's you know he's he's sharing some really fun stories from back in the day and what he's up to these days and stuff. You know, I mean, he's lived a legendary life. Let's be honest. I mean, uh, Scorpions, uh, uh, King Eck, uh, was it King Diamond? Yeah, King Diamond. King Diamond. Yeah. He was in. Uh, I mean, now Scorpions, legendary drummer, and uh, and has some really great fun stories. Lemmy, of course. You know, I'm a huge fan of, and. Uh, yeah, so he gets on, everything's going right. And then I look over, like, while he's telling one of his stories, so Brandon's over here to my left. And I go, Brandon, did we hit record? I couldn't remember if I had hit record, like the screenshot to get his video from the Zoom call. You actually have to hit a record button on it. We didn't. So instead, we just had a still of his frame because we had my video. So Brandon, <laughs> <laughs> so Brandon just put a still of him in, a, in one of the screens and it's just me talking. And then, but it worked out really well, actually. That was surprisingly, because of the debacle that happened, I was like, no one's going to watch this episode. We should just release just the audio. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, we released, it's, it's one of the bitter episodes yeah. from the season, one of the bigger yeah. episodes. Yeah. You know? so and it almost great. didn't come out. Yeah. It almost didn't. It almost didn't. It almost came out different. We had to come up with different ways to make it work video wise. And we're like, all right, how do we not disrespect him, but do it? Because we were going to like jib jab his mouth at one point. Yeah. <laughs> then it was like, then we thought better of it. Yeah. We thought we're just throwing around funny ideas. It wasn't really trying to be disrespectful. We were like, no. how do we do this? Yeah. And like, is, and we're off. We're also, we also think we're regular comedians over here at Drinks with Johnny. So we think we're fucking funny. And we're like, oh, it'd be hilarious if we did this. And then we go, you know, that might come off real wrong. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> he might be, a, he might be a little offended about that, but uh, the whiskey's good. He's whiskey's not even going to know that he, that we, that he, that we reposted. No, 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 totally. Totally. He's not, he's not going to know that we talked about it or anything, but I was really thankful and I hope to cross paths with him someday. I'm sure on the European festival runs. I mean, we've played with a lot of those bands that, that he's in. I mean, uh, in Japan, we actually played with Motorhead at, at a festival in Japan. Um, That's cool. Years and years ago, I remember. I remember watching them from behind the stage. It was pretty awesome. Anyway, so that was a great debacle of an episode that actually came out pretty fucking well. So uh, kudos to you guys for helping me out with that. Yeah, 
And then uh, tied before that, we mentioned uh, Joanna Angel. Mm-hmm. Who, oh, yeah, that was fun. That you was were like, fun I, think, I think I've met her in the back. And sh- lo and behold, did you guys did? Figured it out. We figured it out. Yeah, we were in Jersey somewhere and did a photo shoot with the Burning Angel uh, models. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is back when, like, we were sex, drugs, and rock and roll events in the world, you know? And uh, not that we're not anymore, but we're just a little older. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just, uh, it was funny. I kid, but like, no, it was funny because I remember that we were all sick as shit. Like, we had a flu going around in, um, at the time, and they wanted to party. And we were like, all felt like shit. So we didn't party. So they went around thinking Avengers Sevenfold is a bunch of posers. Like, they don't hang out. They don't do, they, they don't do anything. They're just straight laced squares. And uh, then we talked about it, and she's like, oh, yeah, now I figured out that we, we hashed that out basically. But, and now I'm texting with her all the time. She sent a bunch of, she sent a bunch of uh, liquid, liquid death water. Mm. <laughs> no, she didn't send one of those, Brandon. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, <laughs> I got a funny story to follow up on this. So, like, yeah. on, on, on the Teresa Johnny social media accounts, we always follow the guests after they're on the show. Right. And, and on Twitter. And on Twitter. Where, where you can post anything as long as it's not a lie. Exactly. And um, so like we follow Joanna. So like sometimes I'm scrolling through our Twitter feed and I'm like, okay, just catching up on like what our guests are up to. Like, what can we repost? It's usually like, oh, cool. Here's Zicky Dice doing a, a show or oh, okay, cool. Jose, he's, he's got this going on. And then like you see like five dicks penetrating something and you're like, huh, what, what is this now? And you're like, oh, Joanna Angel. I had to just right? get on my right. feed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she's great though, man. She's fun. She's funny. Like it was, she was a great guest and, mm-hmm. uh, that episode did another one that did really well, um, on YouTube, but was funny because everything that we talked about is totally not part of like the YouTube community. So they don't <laughs> allow us to make money on that episode at, at all. <laughs> They're like, what we can't put ads Michael? on yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. That Mike one went, yeah. That got age we were talking about drugs. That's an 18 that plus episode. Yeah. Yeah. But we still, but they, they still run ads on it. Joanna, however, he can't run any ads on it according to YouTube. <laughs> so, if anyone has to check look that at one it, out, they just you just see, go listen to the podcast. They just see her name. They're like, "No, we're not even gonna look at this." <laughs> yeah, probably. But I don't get it because, like, the there's a lot of like, um, uh, uh, porn stars that are now doing podcasts and stuff, and so you guys have seen it as well. And they're they have their YouTube channels. They get these crazy views as they talk with their other contemporaries in the business. And I'm I'm looking at them like. Are they able to get ad revenue on that? Or I hope so. I hope I mean, for their sake. I yeah, mean, they're getting yeah. like hundreds of thousands of views on every episode because there's a bunch of you know creeps out there that want. <laughs> but or no, people are just interested in them. I'm sure. But you know, it's it's funny because they oh, get like cool. these views. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like well, it's, either you can listen to my 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 whiny piece of shit voice, or you can listen to some hot chick talk about like getting railed. Like I don't, I get it, you know. I don't know, dude. I like the guy with the mustache who interrupts people. That's my kind of like. Entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I still get those comments. Dude, I, I saw like a few the other day that come through, and they're like, oh, "God, I hate when podcasters just keep interrupting." I'm like. I'm not interrupting. I'm following the story, dick nose. <laughs> like you, you guys should go to season one. <laughs> yeah, I used to interrupt like a motherfucker before. <laughs> oh, fuck, man. Oh, okay. Bye, Sam. Uh, Sam's out. He doesn't want to talk about pornography anymore. Oh, no, I just... <laughs> oh, he's just his boner. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, where's that picture of Nisa? Yeah, I gotta go, guys. <laughs> 
Was that season two? Nice was season two. Nice was season yeah. two. No, we're on to season three. We're on to yes. season three. Sorry. What were some other really great guests? I, I had a lot of fun chatting with uh, another huge uh, uh, hero of mine and Lars Fredrickson, who was on the show. Yeah. That was Dude, great. he has a cool collection, wrestling collection. Dude, his masks were fucking legit. His Lucha Libre masks. That And then just like the random fucking records he had of like Terry Funk has an album. Like what? But, you know, yeah. like the crazy, crazy, just like off the wall things you didn't expect. Yeah. And he was, he was so much fun to talk to as well. Cause I don't even, I think we barely talked about music. Like I think that whole episode we talked about wrestling and just life mm-hmm. and our like, like what we, what we believe as human beings and the lives that we've, that we've led and uh, where that's taken us on, on our, on our journeys. That, that's most of the conversation. I mean, of course, we talked a little bit about music and being on Warped Tour together and all that stuff, but it was, it really was mostly wrestling and life, which was, I, I enjoyed because, I mean, that's what we started to do this show for, because you could go to any interview with, with these guys and get the music and get everything that, that they're talking about. You come here for something that is a little bit more behind the scenes, a little bit more real, a little bit, I mean, I, I, maybe I shouldn't say real because that, that other, those other parts of their lives are very real, of course. But I know how it is on the other side of that, where you're constantly just talking about the music, constantly just talking about the music. How many different ways can I tell you that I'm excited about my new album? You know, that kind of shit. And then it's like, no, let's just have a conversation like we would if we ran into each other at a party, you know, like Mm -hmm. we're just we're getting to hang out, getting to know one another like like you would any other person in the world. And that's what I really love. And that's that was always the idea behind the show. But I will say it hasn't really come to fruition. And I'll say until about halfway through this season, I really started to feel like a rhythm of where uh, guests and myself are really people I've never met before are really connecting. And I think that that I mean, I know the turning point. I think I've said it a few times Mm -hmm. um, uh, was but we should we should we should talk about it again here since we are doing the recap. Uh, As all as many of you guys know, uh, Trevor Moore passed away shortly after. Uh, being on this show. And I was really beginning to get this bonding friendship from our chat. I never met the guy before. I was a fan of, of Whitest Kids You Know and Miss March. So I was already a fan. It was the first time I, I took away the whiteboard that Sam usually does a bunch of notes on and I kind of look at. Um, but we just completely did the way with it. And I just had a real one-on-one conversation with a, with a guest for the first time without any notes. And uh what what came of that was getting this stride and stuff. And then of course, two weeks later, finding out that he's uh, passed, I was just like, it was, it was just, it was really, really hard on me too, because he's had a kid the same age. He had a lot of life views that were very similar to mine. And it really put me in a weird spot for a couple of months. I, I'm not going to lie. Like mentally, I, I did a backpacking trip that really helped me clear, clear those thoughts. But for a while I was like, I was reeling from it. Cause not because it was someone I was super close to, but just, it was the budding of a, of a friendship. I know that. And um, it was just weird timing and the significance that it meant to me for this show. There were so many things I was trying to wrap my head around um, that, that was such a coincidental thing about his passing so shortly after being on our show. And, uh, and he was such a good dude. Like I could just tell we were just going to be, we were going to be fast friends. You just tell like we were, get, we were getting ready to have beers together. Like we had, set a couple of dates. We were going to meet halfway because he's up in Los Feliz. I'm here in Huntington Beach. We were going to meet halfway in Long Beach, have some beers and just chat, you know? And uh, unfortunately that didn't happen. And still condolences go out to his family. And I mean, tragic, tragic accident there, but 
really great episode. I mean, go back and listen to it. I haven't had the, <laughs> I haven't had the guts to go back and listen to it yet, honestly. Um, but what I remember from it was a very real, very fun conversation. It went from being funny to very deep and then everything in between. And I, I really, that was a big turning point, even without his passing. Um, it was a huge turning point in my life and as a podcaster right here for the show. If you do go back, because I've actually listened a couple of times, that's probably my favorite episode just mm-hmm. because just listening to you connect with him, like it, it was 100% genuine. Um, I, I assume on both parts because I, I know what happened, you know, the conversations afterwards. But it's very surreal to listen to just the foreshadowing, just knowing what comes just weeks later or a month later, uh, just talking about, you know, his thoughts on death and near death experiences and just what happens afterwards. It's, Mm -hmm. uh, and also just reading all the things, uh, him being with his wife for years and talking about how he loved his wife more than anything. And, and just relation wise, like we have with our relationships in our, in our sons and, Mm -hmm. and, uh, families. And it's just, it was, he was so relatable because, in the Hollywood monster, he seemed like he was kept true to himself and genuine to his friends. And I just feel like, uh, it mirrored, you know, how we run our lives. So I don't know. That was shout out to one. his friends too, real quick. Cause you did mention his friends there. They reached out to us. They did. Um, you know, they, they obviously are, have great sense of humor too. And they, they had his 40th birthday that he missed after his passing. And they, they, they put together like this montage of stuff and then reached out to us, invited us. Unfortunately, I was at a wedding of my, one of my best friends in Mammoth that day. So I couldn't make it. But um, I'm sure that was a great event. I mean, I, I kind of laughed to myself when I saw like the invitation was for Trevor Moore's 40th birthday, the one that he missed because of COVID. This is like two months after he has passed. I was like, what? <laughs> that's a strange <laughs> sense of humor, man. <laughs> but I mean, they did it. And then like even you uh, sent us Sam like they were on their Twitch feed after the whitest kids you know, and they yeah. made they made the rumor of him dying trying to you know getting to suck his own dick. <laughs> yeah, and this That's was so like great. days after he passed. I was like, wow, like that, that shows you like what kind of friendships that guy created um, that they would feel comfortable with that you know, and instead of mourning, you know, you could get you could make jokes and tell and share fun stories of the man that he was. And I, I, I have a lot of respect for them too on that. Mm. Yeah, that was a great episode. Uh, you know, it's funny. It's funny, like just kind of transitioning a little bit, unless you guys have some more is he falls in the comedian realm mm-hmm. and kind of more to your point too, talking about how the bands don't always talk about their latest album. They do, but the conversations are more, you know, genuine than that. Uh, I was listening to some of the comedian episodes mm-hmm to maybe put some stuff together for a best of, but none of them are really laugh out loud. Not some of them are like the Brad and Adam one from last season, but I was listening to the Doug Benson one. And while it's not like a rollover laughing episode, it's, it's interesting because it kind of looks more behind the scenes of who they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought that was actually a good episode too. I got to learn a little bit more about him. I thought that was pretty funny. And then the Zane as well. That was pretty interesting hearing uh, how Zane actually shaped what you got going you know right now with right John. yeah yeah i mean watching the three sheets episodes um years ago i was just like this is brilliant like this guy's traveling the world drinking with everybody having conversations i love what i loved about that show too is that when he was doing it he was 
talking to just average guys on the street and having and he would just start drinking with them for the night and then that was the episode i was like this is brilliant like yeah, that's i don't you. know why it ever canceled yeah like, i do that on a regular <laughs> basis <laughs> that's what i mean me and zane got well got along really well too because of that i feel like and then we went out and saw his stand up at a at a brewery here in irvine shortly after that and that was funny because it was like a homeless looking heckler and he was just like all over the place like and, and I remember going up to Zane after he was like, "Did you see that guy? He kind of threw threw us all off him and his opening act." And I was like, "Oh, you guys still did great, you know." But it was like this guy like stood up in the middle of the brewery and was just like a sloppy mess, like heckling and shit. He had to get thrown out. Oh god! <laughs> and I was like, "Welcome to Irvine, Zane." <laughs> but you know, Zane's a really good guy. Did you guys see he had a post the other day? I forgot to reach out to him of like someone trying to steal his car when he like had it idle. He was like unloading groceries or something. And he came oh, no. out and had like, and he was like all flustered. He like made a video real quick and he's like, dude, this guy's taking off right now, but he just about tried to steal my car. <laughs> I had to fucking shoot him off. I was like, why does this stuff happen to Zane? You know, right. that's crazy. crazy shit. Fuck that, man. Mm-mm. LA. There's LA, right? Oh, uh, you crazy Californians. Oh. Yeah, you don't have any crime over in Newcastle, do you? Um, actually, a couple of days ago, police knocked on the door because there were two armed uh, car robbers that were just like, in the area so that they had my street on lockdown i live uh right around the corner from the ghetto were they the wet bandits what's that for the wet bandits were in town yeah the wet bandits yep <laughs> fuck man oh yeah and then didn't one of your friends get shot um outside of mm. outside of a club like a couple months ago he did he did he's doing a what? lot better now yeah he was he was uh yeah, he, he was in the hospital for a long time um no, I wasn't. It was down in Pittsburgh. He got shot over pizza. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep, dude. That was, uh, that was a tough one. That was but you said he's one. doing better now? He's doing better I, now. I, he I, actually, I haven't asked about him in a while. Yeah, yeah he actually, he, his parents live four houses down from me. Uh, we grew up together, you know, so I've known him since the day he was born. And uh, he's, he's there now. He's rehabbing. He's trying to get back and, you know, do well. But he, he's doing a lot better. Uh, we're, we're glad to hear that. But. Mm-hmm. That came from a joking moment because I was making fun of the fact that you called us crazy Californians. <laughs> well, no, it's, sure it's equally crazy. as crazy here in Pennsylvania, believe me. I mean, Sean is there, so. Pennsylvania. <laughs> I love it. Speaking of Tucky, there's a good fucking hey, for I like that. Let's talk, let's talk about Kentucky and Darby Allen and the whole crew, JPEG Mafia, coming over to the house. for our, That was like our first in-person since the pandemic was this season three with Darby and in true Darby fashion, he rolls in with his whole fucking posse. Like he did the first time we ever met and it was just debaucherous the whole time. I mean, the conversation was really good. Actually. I, I felt, you know, cause at that point I'd had a r- rapport with Darby. Darby's a good friend now, good friend of the show, good friend. He's just good people. And uh, so we had a good rapport on the, on the podcast side, but I mean, I wish we would have just let the camera on the whole time for the behind the scenes stuff. That was kind of my bad. We should have had like a camera just, running for everything that was happening around the conversation because these guys, like jpeg shows up with this girl that's a self-proclaimed porn star i guess they're in my bathroom for way too long doing god knows what oh no there's more than that to this <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah and then they were down on my trampoline getting down on the trampoline doing a bunch of shit like i don't know man it was it was fucking wild but then he wanted to share one of my drinks after it. And I was like, did you eat her out? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, no, no, go get yourself a drink. <laughs> <laughs> we're, in a, we're in a pandemic. That's why I won't do it. <laughs> Dude, I felt like such a dad. Being in Kentucky, we're outside trying to keep 
you know, all the loud people quiet while you and Darby are talking. And he's like on the trampoline, me and Kentucky are talking, having a drink and him and this girl just go into town, JPEG mafia. And then, uh, they start, and we're just talking like nothing. And she's saying some odd stuff. And then they start sneaking inside and I go, Hey, where are you going? They're like, Oh, we forgot something. And I said, if you're going in the bathroom or in there to fuck, you need to go in your car and stop fucking. <laughs> I felt like such a dad, like, get out of here, you knucklehead kids, and go in the car and fuck like teenagers. You know, <laughs> like, like normal teenagers. Yeah. So that's uh, amazing. Yeah, that was my dad I think it was also I had a I had a dad moment too, but not this not in the same way. Um, before we started filming, it was a really cool behind the scenes for me. Darby was the TNT champion at the time, and he brought the belt along with him. And uh, my son is a huge Darby Allen fan since season two when we had him on. And I started showing him AEW Dynamite. He's like, the first match that um, Frankie saw on a pay per view, Darby lost, and Frankie started crying. He was Aww. like, he was bawling. He's like, no. And I was like, son, I don't know what to say. Like, I don't <laughs> want to burst your bubble that it's fake <laughs> or that it's not real. Sorry, we don't use the F word. Um, you know, like that it's, it's predetermined. But, uh, you know, it was it was really funny. And then uh, to that point, Frankie came up in his pajamas before he's going to bed. He's in his little onesie looking all cute. And he's talking to Darby. And then Darby gives him the belt. He gets to hold the belt over his shoulder, takes a couple pictures with Darby. And I was just like thinking in my head, Frankie was, you know, he's four. And I'm like, when I was four years old watching WWF superstars, if the Intercontinental Champion, basically the same thing, showed up to my house, to hang out with my dad and I just got to hang out with him in the belt. I would be flipping a fucking wig, you Fuck know, yeah, like, dude, that's, that's <laughs> epic. That's, that's so fucking yeah. epic, man. It's amazing. It's, it's, it's really such a, it's really such a testament to Darby, hmm. how he stays so humble. And, but like, he's, he's not just humble. He's like, he's still hungry mm-hmm. and he's got so much going for him already. I mean, he's rising to the top of the roster every week. I mean, he's doing crazy shit. He's, he's, he's got that, um, reality show he's working on i don't know he keeps telling me he wants me to come on and do something and i'm like dude i'm not doing anything super crazy i'm just like you know right now. <laughs> like, no, why dude, not just like bungee bungee off a bridge i'm like i'm not bungee diving off a fucking bridge like that's not gonna happen come on man you didn't just turn 40 though sam you got you got some <laughs> springs come I've on i've never done that i'm terrified of heights you will not you can pay me to do it i am you too pay me to do that's it. how you break your fear though i want skydiving to try to break my fear of heights no, I don't know. I guess. I still don't. <laughs> Are you still afraid of heights? I don't like them, <laughs> but I'm not scared. <laughs> no, it didn't work. <laughs> well, get over your fear of pepper spray unless it's just pepper, pepper spray in the face, John. <laughs> Me? No, Dude, I do the pepper spray. You got some Everyone bad karma coming. Spray. You've pepper sprayed multiple kids in your backyard. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's a weird comment. To, like That yeah. should be like two truths and a lie. I've pepper sprayed. Two people in the face. Yeah. Voluntarily. Never never have I ever sprayed two different people in the face. Like right in the face, too. Oh yeah. You got better on the second one. Oh yeah. The yeah. second one was real bad. Dude, did you see Oh, it's both his brothers? You've yeah. gotten both of his brothers. brothers. Both yeah. of Darby's both. brothers. And the second that I, I texted them or I FaceTimed the guys in the morning because again they just took off in their car and drove off, you know. Sober, of course. The Darby stays sober and Everyone says somebody was going to drive, but like the next morning I'm FaceTiming him going like, how's everybody feeling? 
And Darby just takes the phone over to his brother and his eyes were <laughs> this fucking big and red. And I felt so bad. He's just like, he just looks so fucked up still. And I was like, oh my God. He's like, it looked like he was having an allergic reaction or something to it. I was yeah. like, you guys might want to take this guy to the hospital. Like he's fucked. <laughs> what I love about those videos too is, you know, like jackass guys, sometimes they got to sell it and they kind of like over, it's like wrestling, you know, they, they, they sell it. Dude. Zach was not selling it. That was like <laughs> legit, hundred percent. Like, fuck you guys. This is not cool. <laughs> yeah, I think I think, J- I think JPEG might have been overselling the chop. Although I know that chop hurt like a bitch. Oh, that was he was overselling gold. a little bit, but it was so Dude. good. <laughs> oh my god, that was my favorite. That was my favorite clip out of anything that happened this entire season. Yeah, dude, you got pulled on the botchamania for that. That's awesome, dude. Like, I didn't even know what that was until then, and then I looked at all of it, and I was like, "Yes, dude, botchamania is awesome." <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude, it's epic. I don't know what that is. I have to look up what that is. Oh, dude, it's it's like wrestling botches, but they make montages and their episodes uh, on YouTube. Yeah, do you know what? A, do you know what wrestling botches are, Sam? Uh, mess ups, I would assume. Yeah, That's what a botch is. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're, they're yeah, they're mistakes. Yes, yeah. botch yeah. is a universal yeah. term, Johnny. Oh, is that the new I name of so. our show? Botch. <laughs> botched. I watched botch that. I watched that show on. Uh, oh, that was the, the, the surgery network. show, right? Surgery surgery one. One. Yeah, me, yeah, me and the wife watch it because it's so insane. Like, like at first she's watching. I'm like, this is ridiculous. I don't, I don't watch a lot of reality TV. And then first, what got me in a couple of times is like it's like some hot chick like trying to get like her boobs done or something, and I'm like, well, I'll watch this for a second. And then I start like watching, and like they show like all these terrible things that have happened. I'm like, yeah. why would you do this to yourself? Like, it's just not worth it. Just be ugly. It's cool, man. Like, fucking let it go, dude. I was at the grocery store on Sunday. It was the weirdest thing, and I saw uh, or earlier this week, and this lady. I've always seen those on TV or like the you know with like cartoon size like where it's like guinness book of world records boobs and butt and there's someone in huntington that was shopping and i was like and it's one of those things where i don't want to look because i'm not you know trying to do that but like at the same time it's just like i don't know if i'll ever see this again this is so different like i just so did you take a picture with her no but i almost <laughs> took a picture to show my wife and be like can you believe that's like real i thought this is all like fake this is it's that's why you were gonna take the picture sam mm-hmm. come on mm-hmm. God, you guys we've are the worst seen the these, we've seen <laughs> the you're creating this character of me are we creating yeah. it or are you just saying oh. these things there's a reason you're drinking wackermans over there all right oh <laughs> <laughs> He's got carpal tunnel these days. Yeah, oh <laughs> Fuck, man. That was one of my friends, actually, my friend Jenny. She, we were we were out downtown drinking one time, and she, this very attractive girl, walks by, and of course I look. You know, I'm I'm not. Hey, I look when they go by. You know, just, what the fuck was that, right? And she catches me later. She goes, she laughs. She goes, that's what my dad used to call carpal tunnel. <laughs> it took me a second to get it. I wow. Like, oh, <laughs> so he would think about Chekhov. Of course you would say that. Fuck, man. <laughs> I was like, that guy's, a, that guy's a legend to come up with that one. I love that. Oh. Hey, back Anyways. at the wrestling, we, got, uh, we had two good ones on our little Discord. Uh, one of the favorites was um, Malachi. Uh, Malachi Black. Yeah. Yeah. Malachi that was Black. a pretty, pretty, he did us a solid on that one. That was good timing rough. on that episode. Oh, he knew it too. When you go yeah. back and watch it, he's like, there's something special coming here, guys. And I was texting him like after that, we were texting back and forth and he was like, cause he had, you know, he, again, another great guest that had a great time on the show and he was, 
you know, we, we, it spawned a, a really nice friendship with that. And he's, we're talking back and forth. And I was like, Hey dude, we have this little, little clip out from, you know, you kind of becoming Malachi black. Um, can we, can we release it yet? And, and he's like, just trust me. You can release it after Wednesday night. And this was on dynamite was coming up and I was like, okay, I'll trust you, man. Yeah. Whatever you want. I was just asking you, let me know when I, when I'm going to release these all big things are coming, bro. Just, just release it after Wednesday night. And I said, cool. Watching Wednesday night dynamite. And he makes his debut on AEW. And I was like, oh, this is going to be huge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it ended up being a smash episode for us. Yeah. Like he comes over, we had the clip outs of him talking exclusively about it. I don't think he would, he had talked about it before on any mm-hmm. other show at that point. So it was really cool to get that behind the scenes from him. And, and again, that, that he was able to quickly trust us, to be honest. He had enough trust in us from one conversation to allow us to have that content and not release it. You know, and, yeah. and you know, we're like, well, we're professional about this. A, B, we're not, we're not gotcha journalism here. Mm-hmm. We're just doing this for fun. Like, this is just a fun passion project. You know, I wouldn't do it if I wasn't having fun. Uh, we've already chronicled that I'm not making any money. In fact, I'm losing money doing this. So it's obviously well, you've, been on the, you've been on the wrong <laughs> side of that too many times, which I don't know. I mean, I don't know how many future guests are actually listening. I know the listeners listens, but just for everyone's knowledge, we've said it before, but we send all of our stuff to the guests, which is super uncommon for mm-hmm. podcasts or anything because, you know, typically they record it and what's said is said and people cut it out like crazy. Hey, we could probably be a lot bigger if we would like manipulate stuff, but that's just not us. We're here to make people want to come back and we're here to have a good time. And it's just like, as silly as it sounds, that bar behind Johnny is in his house. Our, it's supposed to be an open house for people to come in, feel comfortable, and have a good time. That's the idea, right? So, right. yeah, we just kind of create that. I mean, it's very but, true. The first time I ever met John was, ooh, maybe second time, but at that bar, and I felt very comfortable. And then this whole thing spawned <laughs> from it. That's true. That is exactly. I think the first time we met, though, was actually when we were cutting that uh, Christmas thing. Yeah, at the warehouse. Out. At the warehouse, we're avenged. Yeah, we, we were putting together those mystery boxes. And yeah, it was it was Christmas. Holy shit! Yeah, and we did like this whole little promo video. Yep, that was fun, man. So that also, fun. speaking of another guest, um, what I we had uh, the privilege of having uh, Brett Barish on from Sabian. <laughs> I can never say that. I'll let you say that. One of Sovereign. you, Sovereign. Sovereign. Yeah. Uh, real, it's a real hard word there. So. <laughs> yeah. and right behind that Sorry, little uh, lit, lit up tree behind Johnny over there. Uh, after drinking an entire bottle, I don't think you're supposed to consume it that way on an empty stomach. Um, I proceeded to just have in a great the sink. You can't see the sink, but there's a sink. There's a, this is a wet bar. Everybody. It's a full on yeah. fucking wet bar. There's a sink back over here. Just, and- just so everyone's aware. If Johnny's around when you're throwing up, <laughs> Don't expect him to help you, but he will sit in that chair right next to it at the bar and just watch TV and talk to you as if you were actually having a conversation with him. But it's literally him talking to himself about all the great ideas we should do with Teresa Johnny while you're just. I still want to do that idea. I still, yeah. I still want to do that idea. I know exactly what you're talking about and I still yep. want to do it. Fuck, man. Now, you're puking quite a bit, dude. It wasn't just yeah. a little bit. Well, you had an entire bottle of cream liqueur. Ooh. And I had not eaten one thing the entire day. Who, and and who like, just drinks cream liqueur yeah, on that's ice? That move. Guys who drink Wackermans. 
That's so nasty. Your taste in drinks is just. That was one of the one of the first times. The drink was good. Just to clarify for them. Oh yeah, yeah. The drink was good. I've used their stuff Motivate. to make cocktails. Mm-hmm. I just Moderate. don't drink an entire bottle of it. You know, like, yeah, yeah. The the three amigos, or uh, no, was it three Stooges shot that I made for one of our Thirsty Thursday posts? Had the bamboo, yep. uh, screwball, and fireball. Yep. Mixed together, um, and it sounds like a lot of heat and everything, but it's actually it just tastes delicious. It's like a cinnamon, banana, peanut butter combo. It's like and it's, it's perfect. It's I, that's screwball really shit. Show. The screwball is good. Okay. So I'm drinking a peanut butter whiskey right now. They make this. Which one's that? It's uh, they make it local here. I'm gonna have to get you some. It's called derailed derailed distillery. It's in an old train car. It's fucking awesome. Oh, is that the you, that's the, the the distillery you were showing us pictures of when you went and toured it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sick, dude. It's uh, it's really cool. And I got some pickle oh. moonshine from it too. What's the speakeasy you went to the other day? Uh, I was in Texas. Was it actually like through a door and everything? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was upstairs. It was at like a concert venue, but the upstairs was a speakeasy, and they had some fucking dude. Their bar layout was so sick, dude. Like. Legit, like every kind of dried fruit or like fresh herb you can imagine for these cocktails. They had a smoker. They were doing everything, dude. Like little perfume bottles to spritz on like lemon juice. It was fucking phenomenal. Yeah, We went to one for our friend Nicole's birthday in Huntington at, I don't know, HQ. Um, And that was kind of fun too. I had no idea. The funny story about that is there's a secret bar. And you go through it, but it has a mirror or a glass to the outside of the parking lot. And while they're to PCH, which Mm. is like the main drag of Huntington. And uh, they're talking to the manager, like this is during the day. And he's like, yeah, you got this great view and you can look at all these people. Like, look at this drunk girl right here. You can just watch her. She has no idea you're, she's there. And then as uh, they're talking, he goes, yeah, she's probably gonna throw up. And the manager was joking. But then she projectile vomits all over everything. And the manager flipped the fuck out and <laughs> bolted out. And they thought it was absolutely hilarious. And it is hilarious. And by the way, describe that window a little bit better. It's, it's, a, it's a, basically like a two-way mirror. You can't see in yeah. from the street. You can only see exactly. out from inside. Hey. Oh, that's cool. That's really cool. Yeah, that was actually a good time. Well, let's get some, back to some recapping because we just went off yeah. on a tangent. Oh, yeah. Like we usually do when we're on these calls. West Borland. Great. Oh, that was a great one. Probably. Our biggest... Our biggest views. Yeah. Yeah, sure. we got, got picked up by uh, People Ma- People Magazine, ET, and uh, USA Today all mentioned us in their online stories and stuff like that, which we appreciate them. Really cool. but that yeah. was kind of a first for us, non-music-based. And uh, uh, I cheers to Brandon for having all the – helping us prep for that one and hooking that one up. That was oh, yeah. awesome. I knew too much about Limp Bizkit, you know? <laughs> Which isn't there's a bad never, thing. There's never too much Olympics. No, but you did. You got him in trouble on that episode. I, I, I did. Apparently, well, I, uh, I didn't. Apparently, we didn't know it at the time. I was yeah. just like, I was asking him questions, like we always do. I even sent to Sam's point earlier in this episode. I sent him the audio, like I always do before we release, and he said everything was good to go. Um, so we released it, and then I guess Fred got mad at him about talking about the new album because it was. I mean, now we know that the album's come out, but this was six months before the album release yeah well to be fair news did what they did he didn't really say anything bad right like let's be honest he's like oh we're done you know but they're just going to take what they can and you read into it how you want to but well yeah i'm sure fred didn't actually listen to the episode he probably saw one of the clip outs on people or et or usa and i'm sure they said something about like the fact that fred hadn't finished his vocal parts yet and that's the only part that they talked about yep 
which yeah. wasn't the whole conversation at all. It was no. <laughs> what we talked and Fred about. Is more the than they were working on it. Yeah. yeah. Fred wants to come on. Come on, Fred. We've reached yeah, out. Man, we'd love to. We, <laughs> yeah. I'd, lo- I'd love to talk to him. Fred, actually, we played a show with Limp Bizkit years ago. I want to say it's in some theater. And uh, I remember I remember he was being really cool. Like he wore an event shirt on stage while they were while they were playing. Um, I don't think Wes wasn't in the band at the time. It was one of the times when Wes wasn't in the band. Mm. So I didn't get it. Or maybe he was. And I just didn't get a chance to meet him. Met Fred very briefly at that show. I'm trying to remember. It was like in Camden or some shit like that. Somewhere on the East Coast. Remember that. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, make sure you're subscribed and leave us a five-star review. If you want to listen to this show ad-free, head over to drinkswithjohnny.com and become a premium member. You'll get to enjoy unreleased clips from your favorite guests, discounts on merchandise in our shop, and access to our private Discord server where you can chat one-on-one with Johnny Christ himself. Awesome! So stay tuned, stay thirsty, and stay filthy as fuck. But anyways, I digress. But yeah, Wes, uh, Fred could come on anytime, man. I think, I think it'd be a great conversation. I do too, honestly, dude. He has a lot of interest outside of music that I think you guys would like relate on. The guy directed John Travolta. Yeah. Like, how insane is that? Yeah. Right? Or Jesse that. Eisenberg back in the day. Like, I mean, he's, he's done some Ice Cube. I mean, he's, he's done some stuff. That's cool. Um, let's, let's make it happen, Captain. Yeah. Let's see who else we got. Oh, uh, Jose. Jose Mangan. Yeah. That was a metal ambassador. That was a what fun a nice one. dude. The dude. Guy is, that guy is genuine as hell. Like you, yes. you hear him on the radio. That is him. He is genuinely that positive and that upbeat and nice the entire time. Yes. I mean, he, we hung out on the, after the episode for another couple hours, just shooting the shit, yep. you know, and he, he shared with us a couple of stories that, I mean, I kind of wish we were recording, but there was, they were fun. It was just, Everything to to Sam's point on the radio on the episode that we had that was just him being him, you know. And it was like, and he's he's such an interesting dude. He's so mm. much more than just a, a radio DJ and metalhead. Like he's he's really smart. I mean, he was a, he was a chemist. Like you're <laughs> like, fucking crazy. Really, That's crazy. Yeah, That's I mean, it's it's insane. Like and and the fact that he wanted to he wanted to be a chemist not to make drugs. It was like it was like that weird story about it. I was like. That just goes to show what what a positively awesome dude he he is. Like in and you know his his love for uh, Vinny and Dime, mm-hmm. um, and having that uh, limo now. And re, I mean, if you guys seen that's redone and everything, he's he just had our boy Sammy Hagar in there for for a drive along interview too for that uh, for that cocktail drink we went and tried in in Vegas, Brandon. Um, it was really cool. I mean, What's the I, name I of that cocktail like, drink? <clears throat> Sammy Hagar's Beach Bar Cocktail Company. Did I get it all? I think so. All right, cool. <laughs> got a long name. It does. Take a drink for every word of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sammy was nice. I liked meeting him. I'm sure I, I know Jose and him had a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, How cool yeah, was it, though, that Jose brought his tequila collection to you? Oh, it was amazing. I mean, Dude, like, he said he, a part of it. You're the only person that he's ever done that for. Yeah. I mean, I felt honored and he brought some really good stuff. Funny story. When he brought out that Cristalino for the first time, I, I'd never had any of those. 
And now I'm seeing them everywhere. He was right. They're like super yeah. popular. I got a Hernado bottle of, of Cristalino right back here. And then someone brought me two of those bottles, like at the Halloween party. Someone just walked in with them. I was like, I just heard about these. These are amazing. And uh, yeah, it's kind of, it's a trip. And he, you know, I'm not like the biggest aficionado of, of, of spirits and, but I'm, I'm kind of up there. You know, it's not very often that someone shows me something that I haven't had before. That was a time when there was a few bottles there that I was just like, okay, this is pretty, this is pretty legit. He's, he's showing me some shit I didn't know about. I really thought that was going to go real downhill. Like <laughs> when you just bring out a bunch of boots, I was like, Ooh, I'm worried about that. Dude, it ended up being fantastic, dude. Like, uh, you guys spaced it, it out well it, enough. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I think it was. But yeah. to be fair, another fantastic technical difficulties. Uh, was there was a whole 20, I, I would assume at least 20 minutes that uh, was not recorded. So our roadcaster, they- we've had a lot of issues with here and there. And I think we finally got it figured out. But for a while there, like it didn't like the SD cards we were putting in or something. It's like Sam said, it was like 20 minutes and it was great. It was a great 20 minutes right off the bat. We released it. Did we? Oh yeah, because it was still recording on the phone. It, right? It's on the, the paywall. Audience. It's it's behind oh. the paywall. Yeah. So we have it, but it's just not with good audio. It's the camera audio. That's right. Yeah. But yeah, good thing Sam was there because I would have done the whole episode without <laughs> knowing that it wasn't recording the audio. Well, I got a look from you like, "What did you do?" And I was like, "No, I swear, dude." <laughs> <laughs> Making me look like a hack in front of my friend here. <laughs> Yeah, then, and then he shared a really fun uh, behind-the-scenes story of the first time he had a great interview with Sister Yeah, we can't talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, we're not going to throw him under the bus or anything yeah. like that. But it was just like, he made me feel better about that. He's like, because he's, he's a professional. We're doing this for many, many years, a lot yeah. longer than I have. And he's like, yeah, dude, how many mistakes I've made over the years? Like, fuck, that was, that was nothing. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's just such a positive dude. Again, yeah. that's just a true testament of like, don't worry guys. It's all good. Like, and just like making you feel better. Like, Oh, you made a mistake, but you're still a champ. Like, I, just felt like, <laughs> I mean, like it's so positive. And it was, it was that in the tequila. I don't know. By the end of it, I felt oh, like true. a God. What's some of like the, the odd ones? Yeah. yeah who say, we got? Who's the weird one? Balls. Balls. Balls is a weirdo. Yeah. I love it. A weirdo. I love that though. Like I knew I you guys too. would have a good convo. It's so funny because we were throwing that one. Uh, Brandon was actually throwing that one around because we were trying to figure out what we we're going to do for Halloween. And he's like, "Dude, Boz will come on. He's got his. He's got his uh, odd, uh, strange and you know, unusual oddity shop. Strange and oddity shop. Yeah. And he's all. We could show some of that stuff and talk about that. And I was like, Yeah, that sounds good. But you know, I'm trying to get like, I mean, I've been on the Space Zebra with him, and we've done a lot of stuff. And I'm sure I'm going to have him on eventually. But I just like, I wasn't sure if it was the right vibe for the Halloween episode. And sure enough, it turned out it would have been a great Halloween episode as well because he is such a fucking weird dude, but like in such a fun way. <laughs> I mean, it within was the so first funny. 10 minutes, we put a value on what your body would be if you were preserved. <laughs> yeah. I was like... And you were not happy with it. <laughs> I was no, he said 100 grand. 100... Cars are more expensive than $100,000. Bike. I thought afterwards, human I ass wouldn't any be human would be 100 because just a human body in general, I bet you could go for 100. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that's you'd get a little shit. more. You get more than that. I mean, you get I like have a little celebrity status. I have players. a little celebrity status. All right, boys, like, come on. Maybe you more what people would do to your naked body. body. <laughs> I was just thinking, like, dude, like, oh man. <laughs> I was serious, though. I've thought about that before. Josh came on the show. I didn't. I didn't know what the name was before, and I I've forgotten it already. What 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 it is to be embalmed? 
it's, no, not, it's, not, it's not taxidermy. No, it's uh, something else. It's, uh, it's something else. I forget what it is. Fuck, it's going to bother me. I know it's on the tip of my is tongue. It, okay, the question that wasn't asked, though, is it legal? Mm. We never asked him where he got his skulls hey, at, it. right? Google Did you ever ask him yeah, where? Yeah, but there's skulls. There's no, like, there's, besides the body exhibit, I can't think of anybody who actually has a body. He has a human there. face in a jar. Yeah, no, he does. He, oh, he, there okay. is a reason why he came up with a, with a monetary value. I, I don't think it's illegal. I think, I mean, I don't see what's wrong with it. I mean, <laughs> I never tell you, you guys. I always thought it would be cool. Never mind. Is if you cut your skin where no, your no, tattoos no, no. are and post them on a wall, like if, if like maybe that's weird. You can make jackets. I always want to do jackets out of skin with people with tattoos. This is going into, this is going to get dark. Yeah, this, quick, okay, let's let's, this, this is not balls talk. Yeah. <laughs> well, we can talk about his backgrounds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He had the chicken nuggets. He had the school. Um, he had the double dicks. <laughs> he had the drinks of Johnny. The drinks of Johnny. He had the drinks yeah. of Johnny uh, skull. Yeah, that was yep. good. I don't know how he had those all queued up and ready to go, but it was pretty fun. That was, he a, was a great conversation, though. Like, he's honestly, a hustler, I didn't know. He is a hustler. Yeah, he is. Man. He's got he's some great hard, root beer. Uh, I have it in the other room. His root beer is phenomenal. Um, yeah. Check it out, man. It's like I've never had a butterscotch root beer before. Fuck, dude. It's bomb. Is it like uh, cream soda or what's it like? It's kind of, but it's, uh, dude, I don't know. It's weird. It's like a, a very smooth root beer. Well, let's transition to uh, old friends, uh, Andy Black. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That was a fun episode. That was fun to reconnect with them. Yeah. Um, yes, I, I mean, like we said, and I think it was like 11 years ago we did that tour together. It was one tour. And I mean, at the time, they were they were just kids. I mean... Uh, he's not that much younger than me, but like the band was just starting to get their recognition. They were like right in, right at the beginning. We were we were the headliners. They were underneath, and we just had a lot of respect for them because they like they kind of took what we did earlier on in our career with the makeup and the Motley Crue kind of style vibes, and and they took it to another level too. Like, like they, they and I was like, this is this is badass. They're going for it. Like I I, I really had a lot of respect for the, all those dudes. And then I mean, we had Pitts mm-hmm. on as well. Well, I was glad to have his wife too. I always love when you have like the yeah. not, not the typical stuff. How he let his wife come in is kind of fun, just to kind of break up, like you said, break up the normal interview and and just make it a little more personable. That was kind of cool. Hell yeah! Well, yeah. that was because of the fans too. The fans made that one happen. Yeah, yeah cheers pitch. to them. Yeah. Yeah. Making our job easier. Yeah, they're already they, Sam. If you if you look at it, they've already gotten quite a few. They've, they've already made your job pretty easy for for season four. We got a few rad guests that they've already that they've got on camera saying they're coming on the show. Yeah, so yeah. that's pretty. That's pretty rad. Very cool. Yeah, yeah literally, I can't really say it. <laughs> yeah. Should we plug season four here? Is that what we're doing? Yeah, Why not? we had like twenty uh, different directions for it, but I think we have like one now. We know where we're going with it. Do we? I don't know. I don't either. We'll figure it Why out not? in February. We'll figure it out by February. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> one that like I was a like kind of a cool like side one that that we pulled together that curveball was uh, Jim Florentine. I really oh, enjoyed yeah. that chat. Yeah. Like that kind of was out of nowhere. And what a cool dude! You know what I mean? Yeah. Growing up with E Entertainment, you know, television back in the day, and seeing him on Stern. Howard Stern, mm-hmm. yeah, and Crank Anchors, Crank and, Anchors, yeah. dude. Yes, the guy's an icon, dude. It's awesome. That Here's, dude, I watched that metal show growing up for so long. Like that was just cool to. I don't know, man. It was cool. Damn. He's 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 a he's a really good. He had a really good chat with him, and even that one, we stopped the recording or like I stopped 
But me and him kept talking. I, I let it record still. Mm-hmm. So we have a bunch of bonus footage from that when I was just like, okay, the episode's done. But And then I was like, all right, I've taken up enough of your time, man. Thanks again. Let's do a quick promo like we usually do. And then we just kept talking for like another half hour, 40 minutes. And I was like, all right, if you, if you got nothing better to do, I got nothing better to do. Let's fucking hang. I was, I was a few beers deep and we just had a fucking good time. It was, it was great. Like, and, um, I haven't texted him in a while, but shortly after that, we were texting each other back and forth. And I know he's on his comedy run again right now, which is fucking, he's a funny, Oh, we should go check him out if he comes around here. Yeah, we should. Absolutely. He 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 actually was supposed to play. I want to say, uh, rec room right before the pandemic so hopefully uh we'll get him reschedule that that'd be a great one yeah. i love i love the rec room that's a cool spot yeah. man yeah yeah cheers the rec room uh do that transition to uh well i don't know i was in a transition somehow <laughs> uh, this is why you're the producer and come not on the, not the my wackermans are kicking in guys. <laughs> you don't have a good segue you, I can't, gotta... you can't set up a segue and then and then bail on it yeah uh, no, there was one i just i just uh i don't know I gotta try to pull up our guest list. Let me see who we had. Yeah, let's see. Uh, dude, one personal one that meant a ton to me was your chat with uh, Joey Cape and and Marco. Yeah, dude, that astronaut was when I lived in San Francisco. Bad astronaut had just come out, and I was interning at Fat, and I got to meet Joey Cape and stuff like that at the Fat. It was just like so weird. I was a like nineteen year old, and so that record really meant a lot to me. And I'm glad that you. You were a big Lagwagon fan, but I don't think you, you were, you know, that kind of came out the time you were starting to tour and do all that stuff. So I, you probably just kind of missed it. But now at our older age, it's just kind of a little more like Lagwagon light and uh, and some great songwriting, in my opinion, on that. So oh, I was I was really happy to go back when you said he was coming on and they were doing the anniversary of Bad Astronaut stuff. And that was like the main topic that they wanted to cover. Or, you know, a lot of times these people or the not these people, the like the uh, the managerial guys behind the guests that we have kind of said, send up like, eh, make sure you mention this, that, and the other. And like we do, of course. Um, and bad astronaut was obviously one of the things, but for me, I was really excited, as you said, to have Joey Cape of Lagwagon on the show. And, uh, and Marco, of course, too. Um, I wasn't, I wasn't as familiar with Marco until you said they're coming out for the bad astronaut stuff. So I started listening to the catalog and I was like, fuck dude, this is really good. Like, I, I can't believe I missed this. It's, it's, Amazing songwriting, still got Joey's voice on it, which is one of my favorite voices of all yeah, time. Yeah, so unique. Yeah, yeah. And it's one of my favorite things, man. Is when you bring a guest on that I've never heard of, and I get to go back and check out their catalog of music, and I'm just like, holy shit! Like this is amazing. That astronaut was definitely one of those guests where it was like, okay, I'm gonna add their whole discography to my Apple Music and see what's up here because it's some good stuff. Yeah. Bad astronaut, lag wagon, mm-hmm. Joey solo stuff. Yep. Marco, I mean, sugar call. Even sugar call some good shit, man. Call. I, oh, yeah. sugar call. They had that big, big old hit. Yeah. 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 Uh, it was great stuff, and they were, they were, they were rad guests. You know I mean, they were, they were. It's not a requirement that our guests drink, obviously, as you know. It's just like if they do, it brings a new another element to the show. I feel like where they, mm-hmm. it does make them, it doesn't make them, but they loosen up a little bit more, and it becomes more of a hang like we're doing right now. And yeah. that's that's that was really the idea behind calling it drinks for Johnny. Now, of course, I mean, right off the bat, we had Jake the Snake Roberts, who doesn't drink. You know, I, we've we've had several guests, that half our guests great yeah. guests, yeah. yeah, half of our guests, like that don't that don't drink booze, and it's it's totally fine. Those are some of my favorite episodes too. And that'll just about do it for this week's episode of Drinks with Johnny. Uh, this was just part one, obviously, of season three recap. In a couple days here, 
make sure you guys come back check us out again i'm going to be dropping the second part of this um which was such a fun conversation I, I figured this is a good halfway point to stop at but we'll pick right back up in a couple of days make sure you guys are sharing uh subscribing following all those wonderful things to everything drinks with johnny we very much appreciate it everything that you do shows your support and you can become part of this filthy animal community by joining the membership and getting in our discord we have so much fun with that i cannot speak more highly about the 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 fans that we have there right now um and we're also inviting with uh so many other uh family friends that could come in and uh have a chat with us and the community really runs itself it's it's absolutely brilliant i can't speak uh more about it than or more highly about it rather really really enjoying um everybody's support and man just this journey it's been a real real fun one so uh yeah that's gonna be it for this for this episode in a couple days we'll have part two of the season three recap and until then as always cheers well, hey friends, my name is Zach Lupiton. You may know me from the band Dust Bowl Revival, but I also host a music discovery podcast called The Show on the Road. For the last five seasons, I've been able to dive deep and have intimate chats with folks like the Lumineers, Andy DeFranco, Wolfpack, Keb Moe, Lake Street Dive, Bela Fleck, and more. So guess what? After 150 conversations with some of my favorite songwriters from around the world, we are bringing brand new episodes to the Osiris Network. New interviews and intimate acoustic performances will be coming at you this summer. And which episodes are coming next, you ask? I am Zach Goody, the lead singer for the band Smash Mouth. Our band is called Milky Chance. We are based in Berlin. My name is David Shaw. I sing and write songs with my band, The Revivalists. Trust me, these conversations go some wild places. So subscribe to the show on the road on Osiris, and we'll see you soon. One Hit Thunder is a podcast where we both celebrate and have a good laugh about bands and artists that had just one hit that we all know. Each week, we're joined by a guest from the world of music or comedy to learn more than you ever thought you would about some songs that you can't forget. And we decide if they brought the one-hit thunder or were nothing more than a one-hit blunder. Look, if you listen to the show, you're probably going to laugh, and I guarantee you're going to crush next time the bar has music trivia. Tag Team, Jane Child, Meredith Brooks, Looking Glass, Sean Mullins, Eiffel 65, EMF, Crash Test Dummies, Crazy Town, Chumbawamba. We have hundreds of episodes in our back catalog and a new episode each week. So pass the duchy, make sure you're connected, and subscribe to One Hit Thunder wherever you get your pods.